Hi, this is Relatively Asian Podcast. I'm Teresa. And I'm Minnie, and this is episode 25 of our podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. Last last episode, we talked about some things we wish we knew in our 20s. Major career pivots, maintaining friendships, embracing different versions of yourself, and more. Go check out that episode to hear more. This episode, we are excited to to discuss a hot topic, dating on the apps. Dating apps have become a common place for couples to meet post-college. However, they come with their own unique set of challenges and nuances. For this episode, we've invited our friend from college, George, to discuss his experience being on the app so far. So to kick things off, we wanted George to walk us through the basics, how Hinge actually works. I guess, first of all, welcome, George, to the podcast. Welcome, George. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to know that I am your most single friend. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what we meant by this. <laughs> That's how I'm using to interpret it. <laughs> you just have the most life experience to offer. So your most single friend. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay, so out of this group, I'm the only one fortunately or unfortunately, who has not been on the dating app so far. I oh, have like been on Bumble BFF, and that'll be a different episode. <laughs> but, that's not a thing. <laughs> so for people like me who have never personally been on the app, you want to just like walk us through the app that you use and kind of just like how it works? Yeah, I've, I've used like two different apps, um, CMB and Hinge. Uh, but more or less, all the apps operate in a similar way where uh, when you create an account, you kind of make a profile for yourself. Um, there's usually pictures involved uh, and prompts that you can answer to kind of like uh, start a conversation with people who view your profile. And uh, where apps start to differ is how you like engage with whoever you're interested in. Or uh, things like Tinder and Hinge, for example, you have pretty much like a never ending stream of profiles that you can swipe left, swipe right against. Um, other apps like uh, CMB, they kind of limit how many uh, matches or how many people you see a day to kind of make you make you make more intentional decisions. Uh, but that's generally how most of them work. Okay. Um, and I think there's like there's a couple new ones that are like kind of exploring other ideas of like how to find matches and stuff. There's like uh, one where you go on like a double date with a friend, other ones where your friends swipe for you. Uh, but generally speaking, you just create a profile. Wow. Just oh, <laughs> I didn't know those existed. That's a new information. I, I get a lot of uh, dating app content <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> those are the best. I am um, me. I am the target audience. <laughs> I mean, those stories are like so hilarious. Okay, but CMB for those who don't know is Coffee Meets Bagel. So that's um, you got limited. Yeah, okay. yeah. You get maybe like ten to fifteen yeah. profiles a day. Um, also, CMB is like different because I feel like it's more like a lot more like writing about who you are as a person and there's mm-hmm. more opportunities to like talk about like your personality and your interests and then obviously there's like pictures too whereas i feel like hinge is more like limiting in terms of like there's well now i think it's like a little bit different but before when i was on it there was only like three prompts you could have and then the rest were pictures whereas like cmb you could literally write like a pa- like paragraphs like based on so many different prompts right george uh yeah I, w- I would say like back maybe a couple years or so um most apps kind of limited how much you can write in a profile uh yeah more recently people have been adding like i wouldn't say paragraphs maybe like two or three sentences per question on their profile and yeah like hinge has come up with a lot more 
uh, options that you can add to your profile instead of just three questions. They now have like voice memos that you can or voice prompts that you can answer. Um, oh. We have like, a poll where you can like pose a question and three different, um, yeah. three different answers that people can react to. And then they just re- rolled out um, like video prompts. <laughs> There's video prompts? Video prompts now. I haven't, no I haven't seen way. them. Um, but yeah. I guess like how long have you been on the app? And in that time, how many times have you like refreshed your app? Uh, yeah. So I first made my coffee's bagel in 2018 um and i kind of used that until like mid 2019 i took a break and then covid happened and not the best time to be meeting strangers in the wild um and then i hopped back on after um i moved to the city in 2021 so i think all in all like two and a half going on three years across like four years total so as far as refreshes, um, I have heard, I don't know if this is confirmed or not, I think a lot of dating apps are pretty secretive about their their algorithm and how they match you up with people. Um, but generally speaking, uh, the rumor is that um, if you are feeling like your matches are kind of stale, you can always uh, delete your account and uh, recreate it to get, um, to fool the algorithm into thinking that um, you are a new user and they want you to stick around. So they'll push like the, um, the attractive or the popular profiles to you so you can like use their app more. Um, so I think all in all, I've recreated my account maybe like twice, uh, my hinge twice and then my coffee maze bagel. Okay. Oh, so you actively use both still. I have both of them active now. I would say I am on hinge a little bit more, um, but I have, yeah, both of them are, are active. Yeah. Okay. What makes you prefer Hinge or makes you more active there? I would say it just comes down to like how much there is to do on the app because Coffee Meets Bagel does intentionally limit mm. the number of people you see per day. If you swipe through all of your, they call them bagels. If you swipe through all your bagels for the day and you don't yeah. get any matches, that's kind of it for that's kind of it for the next twenty four hours. Yeah. Um, while Hinge, it, you can just continually scroll through. Sorry, before you go on, Teresa, I feel like we should give more of a background of like the actual app structure um, so people understand. So Coffee Meets Bagel, you get like every single day at noon, unless they change the time when I was on it, every single day at noon, you get a new fresh of bagels. So that could be like 10 to 20 people that you like swipe through. So those people have either like haven't liked you or liked you. And then if you like them back, obviously that's a connection and that's a match. And then you have like... um a room a chat room that starts with them but coffee meets bagel is different than hinge where they have like a time limitation on the chat room so you have to you only have like seven days right george or something like that to like talk to that person and then after that seven days that chat closes and I then think the timer resets after like every new new like round of messages and then you have like a discover page on coffee meets bagel where like there's it's also like limiting like i think you can only see like 30 profiles or something um, and then that's all coffee meets bagel. It is like, it's very like after like 12 noon and you don't like anyone, it's like over within like two yeah. minutes. You can't do anything about it. Whereas oh. hinge, it's like an ever ending scroll. Well, for some people it's ever ending for, for some girls it's not, but we can get into that <laughs> later. And then, um, so there's like a your regular feed, which is just like everyone that you can see those people haven't liked you. And then you have like a tab that for people who have liked you. And then you have a standouts feed, which is basically hinges like top 
picks for you based on like I think your choices and just like the general like popularity of like those matches. Um, but the standouts like you have to give them like a rose and roses cost money, but you get like one every single week. That's how they make money. And then Coffee Meets Bagel, your Discover page is like the limit, like 30 people a day. But if you want to like those people, you have to use coffee beans to like them. But you only have a certain amount of coffee beans. So that's how they make money. You have to buy coffee beans to like people in your Discover page. So I think something interesting to say about the Discover page is I think um, I don't know if this is confirmed or not, but um, at least from what I see, it's people that are slightly outside of your uh, your filter. Mm -hmm. So obviously, like in dating apps, you can select um, based off of like age, distance, um, uh, ethnicity, religion. Um, and on the Discover page, you're you'll usually see people who are like slightly outside of your uh, um, your filters. So on these apps, do you guys find that gender norms in dating exist, or is it different? Yeah. So as far as expectations based off of gender, I think it's uh, it's pretty up to like the the matches. Um, I've, I've had conversations where the girl was the first one to send a message. Um, and I've had other conversations where I'm the one that kind of drives the conversation. I guess it mm -hmm. really just depends on the person you match with and how like the conversation naturally progresses. I agree with that too. I think it really depends on the person. And I also think it depends at the end of the day, like who's more interested as mm -hmm. bad as that sounds. But I feel like if you're more interested in somebody, like at least for me, I never send the first message to any guy. And I only started doing it at like the tail end when I was on the app because I was just like, screw this. Like my pride can go out the window. <laughs> That's only... called desperation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. No, um, but still, even at that point, I only did it for guys that like I actually legitimately was interested in. And that was like very like I only ever messaged like two guys first. So I think it depends on the girl, too. And while we're talking about kind of just the preliminary search and like in this initiation phase, I also I also was curious, do you guys treat like dating apps any different than how you would treat meeting someone in real life? And like, like who you would like, what kind of parameters you would put around, I guess, the search and like who you would decide to initiate with? I, I, I'm I firmly believe that the people you connect with are generally going to be the people that share life experiences with you. Uh, whether that's like interests or like upbringing, so I tend I tend to filter for kind of like Asian Americans uh, who grew up in church uh, who are interested in certain things or within a geographical location of me. Um, but um, I have been like expanding those filters out um, like gradually, uh, just because like you never know who you're you're going to connect with, um, yeah. and to limit yourself based on. Um, something as trivial as distance, I feel like. Um, yeah, you're just limiting the pool um, that of people that you see. And if the person that you're meant to be with uh, at the end of the day is, is in that larger geographical distance, I don't want that to be like the factor that keeps it from meeting, you know? Would you have that, like, is there a difference in terms of like your in-person search though too, and just like people you come across um, in real life? I guess Absolutely. I'm like, I don't, I don't think that, like, who, who goes up to people in bars anymore? <laughs> no so i guess that's what i like want to know like what there are like the key differences between like in person i don't know dating and pursuit kind mm -hmm. of organic as you would say versus the apps just like even yeah. at the initial phase that's actually a pretty good question um who you would even cro like cross out in person versus like on the apps or vice versa you know yeah um yeah, this, that's a that's an interesting question because i feel like dating apps in general are pretty superficial um you you get shown a profile generally speaking i feel like most people don't even look past the first photo 
they just make a oh, like a um, wow. snap judgment like that. I know it's it's crazy. Um, wow. Make a snap judgment like that and say yes or no. Um, if they're yeah. interested, then maybe they'll scroll to the second photo. If they're still interested, maybe they'll, they'll read your first prompt. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like it's not much different than if you see somebody off uh, like out on the street. I'm like, okay. oh, he's attractive. Um, mm-hmm. But kind of like that's where most of that thought stops. Um, yeah. Where I think it's a little different is uh, if you have like somebody um in your daily routine that you like speak to, you see and speak to regularly like a yeah. like, coworker, someone from your like local coffee shop um i feel like those type of situations um you allow for a little bit more deeper understanding of the person before like you make a move you know yeah i agree i think um i think there's totally a difference i think on the dating app it's purely like as sad as it sounds, it's like 90% superficial and like 10% is like, yeah, their prompts aren't like, they're not psychotic, then I'll like give them a chance. But I feel like it's, it's hard because like, you don't even know anything about that person. So like, obviously you're going to base it on like, oh, do I even find this person attractive? And like, is it even worth my time to like initiate a conversation with a total stranger? Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like if I met a guy outside and I wasn't attracted to him either, um, like if I met the same exact guy on the dating app, I would have said no. But then if I met him in real life and like, let's say like we met through mutual friends or like, it was just like a casual, like hangout. Um, then I feel like there's more opportunity to like, get to know that person's personality versus just like judging him purely based on like what he looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like later on, like if that guy like had asked me out, let's say, like, I probably would have said no on the dating app, but like in person, like, well, obviously it depends on like if his personality is good, but basically like, I feel like there's a higher chance in person because people aren't just swiping left and right based on like what your face looks like immediately. I, um, I read this book by Aziz Ansari, um, back in like 2018 when I first started like using apps, not, not, okay. I didn't read the book because I like, was like interested on, in like how you should navigate dating apps. Uh, I think it was because master of none had just come out and i saw that aziz wrote a book and i wanted to read it um but it was like a a deep dive into modern dating and modern like love culture uh and he made a really good point that kind of stuck with me i forgot like 90 percent of the book but this um this kind of really stuck with me where he was talking about how if we make uh, any kind of decision um on the internet whether it's like buying something or looking for um a place to travel like a restaurant to go to we spend like, hours looking for like reviews looking at photos trying to decide which one's the best um for something as trivial as like buying a new blender um mm-hmm. but when you're on a dating app and you are looking for like, essentially your life partner a lot of the decision making happens in seconds um and there's like this big divide between the two like dichotomy between the two what are some examples of like those that decision process you make in seconds like are there certain like deal breakers that you have immediately or like red flag green flag <laughs> I, w- I would say as yeah as as superficial as it sounds it, the first thing is definitely like attraction like oh this person's mm-hmm. cute this person's not cute you know yeah um that is the first that, that's the decision you'll make in in a split second and i feel like the red flag green flag doesn't really come into play mm-hmm. until have that baseline okay like this person's attractive to me uh, okay. i want to learn more about them and you start scrolling through the, through the rest of their profile oh okay yeah. but it's still within just like before you even reach out there's already like red flags and green flags just based on the profile yeah, I, would, I, I would say so i oh, think wow. i think mini is pretty opinionated on some of these can you give us some <laughs> examples we like to be specific on this podcast <laughs> give us some examples george um i think the biggest one for me uh is 
the level of effort they put into their profile. Um, yeah, so a lot of times you would see people who, well, first of all, um, there are very obvious spam accounts, like bot accounts that are trying to just like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, so fake. Like, yeah. Yeah. I've only it's heard really of the guy fake. ones, but what are girl spam accounts like? Um, just like, I don't know, like Instagram models. Oh, and you just know yeah. they're fake people? <laughs> just look at it and you're like, you're fake. Like, there's no way you're oh, fake. Wow. There's no way you're real. Shocking. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, very, very obvious. Um, okay. Aside from that, I would say, like, um, if their answers to the prompts are just one word answers, um, mm. that kind of says to me, like, oh, they're not really intentional about this. They're Got not really it. looking for something. Maybe, maybe they're just like on here to, to like look at, to browse, you know, like not really looking to find anything. Um, concrete yeah and then yeah. one level deep in that is just like their the types of questions that they answer and how they answer them a very common question at least i that i get from our common prompt that i see from girls um is like liking the office or like <laughs> yeah. their, their their feelings on pineapple and pizza and then like one layer deeper than that is people complaining about people venting out their opinions on pineapples on pizza okay. <laughs> Yeah, just like lack of creativity in general Got it. or a lot of people will talk about their love for trader joe's oh that's an, that's another one yeah. yeah like like the trader joe's is like their personality trait and i'm just like all right and, and and it's sad because i feel like i feel like making it's almost like the people that have a regular dating profile is like rare i feel like it's more regular to like what george said for like either guys to have like one word answers or just like really bad pictures to show that like they barely tried or like guys holding like a fish or like yeah. a selfie and just like all that stuff i'm like did you even try but like the yeah. guys like actually make a regular profile with like normal pictures and just like a one sentence response which seems like very basic and not hard to do like that's like already like maybe like only like 20 percent of the profiles that i see i don't know if it's the same for girls george uh, but... i think it's a little higher than 20 percent. I, I would say um but on the topic of like quest that prompts that guys answer a lot i feel like a very common one is um like i'm overly competitive about everything oh yeah um, that's <laughs> a lot yeah like interesting i wonder if that is just true for a lot of guys or if they feel like that is what girls want to see that they're I'm overly competitive no <laughs> Oh, I think it's because like because I'm competitive too, but I think it's more like the lack of creativity. Because like the because like recently, we, me and George were helping a friend like redo his app, and like I was looking at it and I was like, it's very overwhelming now. There's so many different choices of like yeah. prompts that you can answer that I I think that some people might just like see like the easiest way out, but then it kind of just shows like I don't know, it just makes you seem like boring because it's like every single third like profile is like saying the same thing so after you've matched with someone and you're talking like what is your process for like making plans to either meet up or mm -hmm. like have a phone call or facetime or just, like, uh, i think level? yeah i think all of that is like, you kind of have to play by ear some people like you connect with right away and you're like hey like i'm free this week are you free this week um, oh, others wow. yeah others other times um the conversation can drag on for like a month before like yeah. either one of you is like free or like sit out there um i would say my my average i would say like two one to two weeks of like talking on apps before um i give them my number uh, and then oh. we'll make plans from from there um, okay but i as a general rule general rule of thumb i kind of like to keep like texting conversations around two weeks because i feel like 
um, unless you have plans to do something very specific, um, like if you both like rock climbing or like pottery yeah. or whatever, um, right. and you need plans to do that, you kind of run out of conversation topics a little bit. Uh, by the time you like meet up, if, whether it's for like a drink, coffee, dinner or something, you kind of like don't have much else to talk about because you've already learned about everything that there is to learn right. about. I think I think that's interesting to hear, like, because I feel like obviously it's very intuitive. It's a very intuitive process, but at the same time, it can be helpful to kind of have those like general guidelines in place of like one to two yeah. weeks before, you know, give them the number, another couple of weeks of texting just to kind of like, <laughs> make sure you're moving things along and not just like, I guess, wasting time in something that isn't going to go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it really depends on the person and who you're talking to. And I think like for me in the beginning, like I definitely talked to guys longer, um, but that was just because like out of like life circumstances, like meeting up was like too difficult or whatever. But yeah, I used to talk to guys like four to five weeks at a time on the app. And then I met them in person. I was like, why the hell did I talk to them for that long? Like I should have met them sooner. I was like, what a waste of time. Um, And I think like the longer that you're on the app, the more like your patience like is, I don't know. It's just like the more dates that you go on, the more you're like, at least for me, I felt like in the beginning, I was like talking to people, it wasn't as bad. But like the more dates I went, kind of was just like, oh, man, I just want to get this over with. Because like, I think you realize like the apps are like, it's not just like you join and then you immediately find your person. Like you have to like go through a lot of people, Number which is like normal. And I feel like as like, it's just impossible to really get to know someone and like purely through texting. Um, so I think towards the end, like I even was just like, oh, I don't even want to talk to you. Like, I don't even want to engage in small talk. Cause like the small talk is like, how was your weekend? Any weekend plans? Oh my God, this work week sucks. Like what are, it's just like the same thing over and over again. I'm like, oh my God. Like, mm-hmm. and then for me, I was kind of just like, let's just like meet up like ASAP. Like towards the end, I feel like it was like less than a week. Like I was just like, you want to meet up? Cause like, I hate small talk. Whereas like in the beginning, when I first joined the apps, I was like, oh my God, like I wouldn't think about that. But then... I feel like after a while you realize like what you're getting on the app, even through like a phone call or like a FaceTime, like that's never going to replace like an in-person face-to-face and how you actually vibe with someone in person. So I just feel like, I don't know. I just felt like, at least for me personally, like let's cut to the chase. And that's like kind of what I tell my guy friends now who've like just joined. Like, I don't think like any girl would be like, oh no, like I don't want to meet up. Like that's too soon. They would like, as long as it's not like, oh my God, the day of, and like, you're just like busy or something. I feel like as long as you're not like a crazy person, then it's not like insane to ask them just for coffee. I have a question, follow-up question to that, Minnie. When you first started the app, was that four to five week time frame that you would talk to the person on the app, was any of it, any of it out of like self-preservation or like your own safety? Because as, as a guy, like, um, talking to, like, strangers online, I feel like I'm a little cognizant about, like, other person's comfort level because, um, mm-hmm. like, you're meeting a random stranger uh, from, the, yeah. you know, um, and you kind of have to go through a vetting process to make sure that, like you said, like, they aren't crazy, you know? Yeah. Do you think, like, talking to them for longer um, was a strategy to, like, weed out the weirdos and the people who, like, weren't as genuine or, like just didn't have the best intentions um no (laughs) i feel like for me i never really um thought about safety i don't know if that's a good or bad thing (laughs) i also felt like the guys that i talked to i am also not kind of i'm not the kind of girl who talks to like multiple guys at a time i felt like even on the dating app where you could talk to multiple people at a time i felt like i was cheating even though like i have no like (laughs) relationship with these people so i feel like um all the guys I match with that I actually engage in like a legitimate conversation with, I already felt like they were like good people. Like I never, mm-hmm. like I wasn't looking for like an F boy. Like I was looking for like 
you know, like someone who's like a Christian and like has good values and everything. So I just never really felt like in danger talking to any of them. And if I did, like, I obviously wouldn't go on a date with them. But like, um, I think I would just gauge like if they were normal within like the first like couple days of talking just to see if they can like talk normally and engage in a like back to back conversation. Um, and then like I would just like go on and like a date with them instead of like talking to them for like five. Yeah, you can talk to someone someone could be a really good texter and i've had that where they're a really really good texter i had really good conversations with them and then i met them in person and there was like no chemistry and i was like had zero interest but like you wouldn't know that unless you met them in person oh so, yeah it really wasn't based on safety it was really based on like i just like didn't i wasn't free at that time so it was just like the first available available date wasn't until like much later i also feel like if you like initiated a meetup with someone and on their end they felt like they needed more time to just like text they could then just like try to make plans for like two weeks from that point you know so george you purposely wait because you feel like you want to vet if they're crazy um or he's thinking on their behalf yeah i'm, I'm thinking on their behalf because he's well, the guy like, you're, you're fine yeah yeah um and I, like it's not like oh i'm not gonna like ask them to go out with me until like five days in um kind of just try to extend it to a, like more than more than two days you know just to show that i'm not crazy <laughs> oh sorry i don't mean like asking the guy, girl out like within like one day or two days of matching i mean like like three four days five like just not like i don't want to drag it out too long is what i'm saying <laughs> yeah i got that so of the number of people that you guys will talk to like of how many of those people will you actually like end up seeing in person as a ballpark percentage? I'm just like very curious, like one in, 10, one in five. Hmm. What, do you, what do you think is, it is, Teresa? What? Oh, God. Um, in, in general. Mini, I think Minnie's percentage would be higher. <laughs> I like, disagree. I, <laughs> like of the people that, because well, I don't, I've never really talked much about like your personal like approach in dating apps, so I'm not too sure. Um, but like my impression of Minnie on the apps is like, she's already so picky. So by the time she's like texting with someone, she's probably going to try to see them. Mm. So then therefore okay. like, it'd be a, yeah. Like if she's texting five people, she'll probably see like three of them, three or yeah. four. Our common know. ground is that she's picky. <laughs> <laughs> wow. George, what do you like, think? I, feel like, I feel like you would be more willing maybe to just like talk to more girls like mm -hmm. off the bat. And since you already have like a longer timeline to meet them in person and you're potentially weeding things out on your end too, you might mm -hmm. end up meeting fewer people like, I don't know, 20%, 30%. Um, I would say I'm sitting around like, around like 30%. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wait, Teresa, can you define what you mean by talking? Like it's, you mean like engaging in like how long are the conversation? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Just oh, I guess there, there is a distinction between like matching with somebody, yeah. uh, a conversation with somebody, and then going on an in-person date with somebody. Oh yeah, so I'm talking about like you've matched and you're like actually you had a full conversation. I see. Oh, uh, maybe like fifty percent. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. That's okay. very high for me. Yeah, Teresa's okay. right. It's very high for me because I feel like if I'm actually talking to you and engaging in a real conversation, then like I feel like mine is like seventy percent. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting to me. So let's talk about first dates. <laughs> Who has a story they want to share with the class? <laughs> Why don't we about... share our first okay. first date? 
Oh my okay. god. Okay. okay let's start Minnie, please, please go first. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this also shows like um like why like I progressed the way I did on the dating app and like what how things have changed because i think also to answer your point george i think i was thinking like why did i take so long to meet some meet up with some people in the beginning i think it was also because i was like scared to like go on a date because i just felt like it was super cringy and like i kind of just like wanted to like i was on the dating app because i was like yeah maybe i should date but then also i was kind of like "Eh, like i don't really want to meet up with this person it's like so cringy to like have to meet up with a person on a dating app and like look him in the eye and know that you guys are both here from the dating app I feel like that was like super horrible for me. So I think maybe that's also why I kind of was like, like the social anxiety factor. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think the very first guy that I met on the dating app, I met him at Mitsua. Um, Why did we go there? Who knows? Uh, But like, he was so weird. Okay, so this is the guy, like, this is one of the guys I talked to for like a long time. (laughs) And then like, I just remember I was so nervous meeting him because I just felt like, it was so cringy, so awkward. Like, I didn't want to, like, do this. But I was like, all right, let me just get this over with. Because I talked to him for so many weeks at that point. And I remember, like, like we, like, made eye contact. And then, like, I, like, walked. And, I, oh, my God. I just, it was just so cringy. Because also, it's like, oh, you're going to be, are you going to be catfished? And I just remember he, like, looked similar to his pictures. But then his voice, he had an accent. He had a fob accent. And his voice was, like, higher pitch. And I was like, oh, my God. I, like, 100% know I'm not into him already. Um Oh my god, I don't know if I should air this. This is makes me sound like a horrible person. <laughs> but anyways, I remember what? Let the truth out. <laughs> okay. But anyways, I remember we went to different stands in Mitsua because I purposely went to a different one to text like I forget who I was texting. I was texting somebody and I was just like, oh my god, oh my god, he has an accent, he has an accent. And then um yeah, I just remember like the first day it was like it was fine because I'm not really like, I could have a conversation with anyone, so, like, I really wasn't worried about the conversation factor. It was honestly just the initial awkwardness from, like, meeting that person that you've been talking to for weeks. Um, but, yeah, I pretty much knew, like, within the first, like, five seconds of meeting him that I wasn't going to go anywhere. Um, and then our date was, like, I think it was, like, two hours because I had an exit plan. And, yeah, the conversation was fine. Like, he was, like, normal-ish. Actually, it was weird because he had a fobby accent, but then he specifically told me during the day how he hated fobs. And I just thought that was like really oh. weird. And then like he like specifically like brought it up to like trash on them. And I just thought that was like really strange. Cause like it's not that I hate fobs. I just like wasn't expecting him to like have an accent because he like he I don't know. We talked about our lives and stuff like that. Um and then I just remember like when we were leaving like Mitsua, like I already knew in my head, like I was like, oh, this is like I'm not gonna see him again. And like this guy just like didn't know how to read the room. And then he like walked me to my car and then I was like, Oh, bye, it was nice meeting you. And I was like gonna turn away. And then he was like, oh, I forget the details, but he basically was like, oh, so like, how would you rate this date? Like, do you think we would like, do you want to go out again? Or like, I forget, he made it like super awkward. Um, And he was basically asking me my opinion about the date at the end. And then I like, feedback. it it was like, he was asking for feedback. And then like, caught me so off guard that I was like, I remember I just paused. And then he was like, oh, it's that bad, right? And then I was like, oh oh my God. And then he immediately was like, oh, but like, can we still be friends then? Like, can we, I was just like, and I don't remember what I said. I remember I just like ran away. So that was my first date. First date. Yeah. (laughs) It was really bad. 
Yikes. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, George. <laughs> I, I do. I do know who you're talking about. And you you also know who I'm going to talk about. Um, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but to kick things off first, um, I will say, like, you mentioned something about, like, being embarrassed that, like, oh, I know that you're from a dating app. You know, I'm from a dating app. This is kind of awkward. I feel like now the stigma has, like, drastically decreased. I remember, yeah. like, thinking the same on my very first Off Me Spiegel date. Um, but I feel like nowadays, more, like more people than not meet on dating apps. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of the norm now. And I think people like, um, if, if you don't meet on a dating app, that's kind of like, whoa, like that happened. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. And I was going to make this point. Um, I think like that was how I felt before. And it was almost like not embarrassing, but low key, like, oh man, like I can't believe I have to like resort to a dating app kind of feeling. But then I think maybe now the reason why, like, I felt like super like, oh, like, let's just go on a date, like whatever. Like I didn't care. And and then meeting somebody in person, like I really felt like, I felt like no nerves. Like I wasn't scared. Like I was just like, oh, let me just go on this date. I think it's because like you said, it was, it's like a social norm now. So I like, I didn't really feel anything. And I also got used to it. I think in the beginning couple of days, I was definitely like more nervous. Um, but then after over time, like, I just felt like, oh, this is just like another date and like, it didn't really mean anything. Um, anyways, um, my first date was in the city. So I lived in New York in 2018. Um, and I matched with this girl. I think we talked for maybe like three weeks, um, Mm -hmm. we actually met up and I remember, um, meeting her and thinking like, oh, she's a lot shorter than I thought she was going to I mean, like, she had her height on the profile, but I guess, like, I never really put, I don't know, just, like, never really visualized what uh, the height would be. Um, what height did you put? And what height did you, did she look like? Five one. Um, but I don't know. Like, I feel like my, like, perception of five one is not the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, like, that was, like, one of the first things that I thought. Um, yeah. And then I went to a bar. Um, I generally... I didn't recommend going to a bar uh, on a first date just because like it is a little bit loud it's dark yeah. it's kind of hard to like get the conversation going mm-hmm. um and i remember we just like we just, we, we just like shot the shit you know like talked about mm-hmm. new york because we were both like relatively new in new york and the thing that stood out to me the most uh she was an investment banker um, okay. So she was like constantly whipping out her phone and like re- responding. Oh to my it gosh! And be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, and I remember like sometimes like sitting there for like a minute waiting, like waiting for her to finish drafting an email. Um, yeah, and it being kind of awkward. And then at the end, we kind of just like went our separate ways. Um, I think we like did still talk for maybe a week, um, and then after that, um, I just fizzled out. Is that? Oh, just said, oh, oh yeah, it, it did. Yeah, it kind of fizzled out. Um, she didn't respond to one of my like one of my things, and I was like, you know what? Yeah. Like, I think this is I where it so. ends. Yeah. Um, funnily enough, we became friends later on. <laughs> Are you uh, currently she, friends? Yeah, I actually just talked to her last week. Um, oh. Yeah, she like she she grew up uh, close to where Minnie grew up. Uh, she's friends with Minnie's brother. Oh wow! Um, I, like, and I met her. Yeah, like, Mini, Mini randomly met her. Um, I went to visit another friend in California, and I met this girl's sister at like, some random outing um, that my wow. friend dragged me to. So, like, it, our our lives are like weirdly intertwined. 
what, one degree apart already. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, um, what would you guys say <laughs> have been your like best and worst catfish? Like most what's, what's the best catfish. Like, yeah, like oh, I wow, guess like I thought you were five ten, but you're six feet. Or like <laughs> I thought like your voice is like better than I thought it would be, or you know, like Ooh, okay. Teresa, yeah, I think a general so rule of thumb is that people try to make themselves look better on dating apps worse. <laughs> so I don't think I don't think inverse catfish oh, really, really exists. I don't <laughs> think so. like, what about like voice or like, oh their hands are actually really nice or you know <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Uh, they're smarter than i thought they were from the they're funnier like not a single trait Ooh. Mm. <laughs> God, <be> something. i <laughs> feel like for me just too optimistic she i know <laughs> you know she's been honest she doesn't know i feel like a win for me was like oh he didn't lie about his height oh okay. he actually <laughs> Yeah. That was um, like a positive. Minnie, Minnie told me a couple weeks ago um, when she was like looking at my profile, she was like, wow, George, why don't you put that you're like 6'1? Like, why do you why do you only put that you're six feet? And I'm like, because I am six feet. It's like, well, people who are like five nine put their oh six feet. God. So why don't you put six one? You know? <laughs> you problem, I am. I'm just trying to help a friend out, you know. I but lie? the good thing more than nothing. <laughs> Okay, the thing is, you actually look six feet in your photo, so I don't think you have a problem. <laughs> Wide angle okay, lens. Let's just talk about like worst catfishes then. Um, I I actually haven't had many like worst catfish experiences. Okay. Um, nice. You know, thankfully, there have been there have been times where like I would strike a conversation with someone and I would think they are way out of my league, like physically attractive, out of my league. Uh, like what is what is the catch? <laughs> Um, wow. But thankfully, like nobody that I met up with in person has been like okay. that much more different in, than I expected. Okay, boring answer, but so, okay, so like actually, Minnie, you go first, and then no, I was gonna ask George. So, what was the catch? Didn't end up meeting with the person, so or and yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. There, there was there was no catch. There was no catch. Yeah. Okay, you go, Teresa. Oh, I guess like kind of on that note. Cause, yeah, because I feel like when you're on the apps, you really, it's like a test of the confidence kind of and like how you view yourself. So mm -hmm. do you feel like the apps have made you guys more or less confident or like what's the impact been on self-esteem? Because I could see it going either way. So I'm curious. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I can definitely say on like from, from personal experience, um, like it, if you go on, if you, if you talk to someone you, and you invest like weeks of time, like talking to someone and meeting up in person and it doesn't work out, it does feel bad. Um, mm -hmm. And I do understand how people can become jaded about like the experience, like thinking that there's nobody out, uh, out there for them. Mm -hmm. I generally have like a more optimistic, like I'm, I'm by default a lot more optimistic than, um, than most I feel like. Um, okay. So it's not really like that much of a issue for me, I guess. Like, um i kind of think of it as um yeah like i invested all this time into it i've learned a little bit more about myself i learned a little bit more about this person like i've got a little bit more experience um like on this stupid ass game called online dating um that i can like use in the future so i don't i don't really count anything as like, wasted time and i don't like feeling bad about myself <laughs> i hope that that answers the question <laughs> yeah, it does. Hmm. wow george you're so positive <laughs> 
yeah gener- generally speaking does it like make you feel good though when you're like wow like 10 girls think i'm attractive oh i think Whereas, okay like, i did i did wouldn't text know how many people think you're attractive you know yeah so i did text many um last year when i like recreated my hinge after covid um i think i got like i don't know like 30 to 40 likes within a month you are um, hot stuff george <laughs> it's, it's, it's just six feet on my profile um and like like that that's pretty on un- I, I i at least in my experience pretty like rare for a guy i know i know girls are constantly getting likes, like more likes than they know how oh. to, what to do with um, yeah but it did make me feel nice um yeah. there was there was nobody that i really wanted to start a conversation with unfortunately oh, um, it's the quality but it, of it, it is a little bit of an ego boost that that that's yeah. for sure <laughs> um okay i'm very surprised george i kudos to you that your self-esteem has not been impacted (laughs) i'm like shook by that answer um i'm gonna give another perspective i feel like my my self-esteem was definitely impacted by the dating apps in like a negative way because it okay i don't want to say it's negative i feel like it was more like you get humbled real quick because i Mm. think like in the real world you might have a certain like a perception of yourself um but I think the dating app just like because you're literally on an app dedicated to like finding like a partner or like some kind of like whatever, whatever you want to do with that, you're literally being judged by like who you are as a person. So I feel like in real in the real world, you could think like, oh, like I know I'm the hot shiz. Like, you know, some guys have pursued me, like whatever. Like I think I like I'm attractive, whatever. But then when you go on the dating app, like that's like actual, like, like in real time. Like you're getting like either rejected or like liked by like multiple guys all at once so i feel like for me it was like a humbling experience because like um like i feel like yeah george like what you were saying like girls get a lot of likes but i also just felt like that never meant anything to me because mm-hmm. um, i feel like the guys that liked me are the ones i didn't want to like me like <laughs> like i really was like oh this guy liked me like literally don't care because i'm just like i wouldn't match with him regardless i feel like for me yeah. i only viewed it based on the guys that i actually wanted to match with and so I feel like for me, it was humbling because like some guys that like, you know, it's like 1 a.m. You're scrolling through and it's just like you feel a tinge of desperation. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> let me just like squint my eyes a little bit. Let me just like dim the screen and then I'll like this guy. And then you're like, and then this guy doesn't like you back. And then it's just like the audacity of that <laughs> just like shakes me. So I feel like it's like those times where I feel like I'm out of their league and then they don't like me back. And then I'm like, damn, like God just humbled me real quick. So I feel like, um, yeah, so I, I wouldn't say like, it's like, oh, I don't have confidence. It's just more like, I think it's just more humbling to realize that like at the end of the day, like you just might not be someone's type, but that doesn't mean anything about yourself. And everyone just like, everyone is like free free to like whoever they want to and like your perception of like who you feel like is good for you might not be what other people think but it doesn't mean that like your self-worth is based on that um i think it's just more humbling if anything to like realize like that factor and um yeah because like in real life you just wouldn't know these things and you wouldn't know people's opinions yeah i have a tangentially related question so i heard i heard this saying and i don't completely agree with it to preface um but i heard that i heard someone say that girls date who they want and guys date who they can um do you agree with that can you can you um explain that a little bit more 
it's or like, at least um, your take on it. <laughs> yeah, so I don't I don't totally agree with it. Um yeah. but I think the what whoever said this was trying the point they're trying to drive home is that um in order for like a, a relationship or like a match on um any of these apps to work out it's kind of like uh the guy is the reacher the girl is is settling in kind of way yeah i don't i don't i don't com- yeah like i said i don't completely agree yeah. with it um but just on like volume of matches that like each gender gets in like a, a standard straight relationship you know um it, it does it does make sense from a numbers perspective um but i just wanted to, to hear what your opinions are on, on that is is this comment kind of based on looks uh i would say or... i would say like um more so than not um but just like generally like yeah. the dateability of a person you know like i think in I'll go first. I mean, obviously not like my opinion on the apps, but just in general, um, I feel like girls are more open-minded to dating like a bigger variety of guys or maybe a guy that they had initially written off, but then got to know them more. Or the guy kept pursuing them, et cetera. I think girls have a greater degree of changing their minds. Whereas like my perception of guys is like, whether they see you on the app or in person, they kind of already know whether you would date, like whether they would date you or not based on their attraction to you. I, I agree with Teresa. Like, and I feel like on like a looks basis, it's usually like the girl settles. <laughs> I agree. Wait, is that, is, does that align with the comment? No, right? It's the opposite. It doesn't. It's, it's, okay, yeah, yeah. So I actually, if anything, think the opposite. And I think it's because it comes well, down to girls just guess, being more open-minded. And it, they do, it does kind of match up with the comment as in like the girl chooses. Um, the, girl, the girl makes well, the yeah, ultimate the decision. Reaching. And then, yeah, yeah, that's the true. Reaching. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Okay, so when it comes to, like, exclusivity on the apps, I guess, at what point would you assume that the person you're going on dates with is, like, exclusive to you? And do you, like, assume that they're exclusive from, like, the get-go? That's a mini question, because I have no fucking clue. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what are your thoughts? Like, as you're going on dates with girls, like, what is your assumption? Um, No, um, I kind of operate under the assumption that like um so like I, i'm i'm pretty similar with with mini that i don't like talking to more than one person okay. uh, at, at one time um it does feel a little bit like cheating but also on a more selfish note i like i'm really scared that i'm going to mix conversations and i talk to like another yeah. like girl a about something I talk oh, to girl B about, you know <laughs> that is very within reality for me <laughs> but yeah like so I, I try to limit myself to like one conversation um, but I know that's not the case for others. Uh, so I always un- operate under the assumption that like they're, they are talking to other people. Um, and that's kind of why um, I try to err on the side of like action rather than like waiting things out. Um, just because you don't, yeah, you don't know who um, they're talking to and you want to make yourself feel like, um, seem to them to be the more like proactive person. At what point would it like start to bother you? You... Oh, to start to bother me, I feel, I feel like after like, X dates? amount of dates right. and okay. like if you have that like DTR relationship or DTR mm-hmm. talk, um, okay. that's kind of where it starts like going against the the side of like being an actual like dating relationship, in Got which it. case you shouldn't have more than one of those. <laughs> but again, I don't know. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> hey, George, sorry, did you say a number? I, I like... Didn't uh, I, didn't, I didn't say a number. Um, 
Can you give us a ballpark ballpark number? What you would think. Yeah. How many dates? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, However you define it, like quantitatively. Quantity? I don't know. Oh, God. Um, (laughs) More than three. More than three. Four plus. To be exclusive? To have a DTR conversation? Or, Um, like, be relationship? Yes. Four plus to, like, to kind of... Because after, after, like, four dates, I feel like you kind of know whether or not you want to be with this person. Right? Like, first date (laughs) is always, like, a crapshoot. Uh, second date, maybe they're like, oh, maybe I'll, I'll I'll just give this guy a second chance. Third date, it's like, eh, kind of on the border. Fourth date, like, they, they kind of have to like some part of you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I guess that, that would be my uh, tentative quantitative answer. <laughs> okay. So like four dates, is that like a month-ish after the um, first date? Or time is not so much a factor, more so just... I, I, don't, I wouldn't say time is much a fa- uh, that okay. much of a factor. Uh, it's just about like the, the connection you build up with the person. And as somebody who has crossed that threshold, what is your <laughs> promise um, land? <laughs> <laughs> For me and Phil, um, we went on four dates before we made it exclusive or we like entered into a relationship. <laughs> but that was because... I agree with you, George. I think, at least for me, um, I would think after three dates, I would just, like, I would hope, I wouldn't have the conversation yet, but I would hope the other person is, like, like already not seeing anyone else and that we're, like, exclusive. But I think, like, at least what I've heard from other people as well who have, like, entered a relationship from a dating app, I think people usually make it, like, official after four to six dates. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, for me and Phil, at least, like, the reason why we did it was because, like, all of our dates were like really long. Mm-hmm. So like because we spent like six hours together, like every single day, six, seven hours, then it's like after the fourth day, like, yeah, like you said, George, it's like you already know so much about one another. And then also between the dates, you're like texting. It's not like you're not like talking to. So yeah. And I think after like, I don't know, I just feel like you know more what you want too, the longer you are on it, that like it's not really so much of like a big question mark about what you're looking for. So at least for us, like we made it official after four dates. But I will say, like in past experiences, I think I had naturally assumed that like people wouldn't date other people at the same time because that's the kind of person I am. Mm-hmm. Even though obviously, like it's a dating app, like no one's doing anything wrong. But I think because that's how I operated, I just like kind of made that assumption for other people. So like when it did happen to me, where like the guy was also talking to other girls, I think I was like very like taken aback by that because I wasn't expecting it. Um, so I think after that, like I became more aware that like you can't assume things so if anything i always assume the worst like mm-hmm. oh you never know like how many people like the guy is talking to and mm-hmm. like i would always assume the guy could be going on other dates um only if we said it explicitly that we weren't then i would assume that he was because i just feel like it's better to like just like i mean it's a dating app like you just don't know and like no one owes you anything so right and you did have that conversation with with um with phil i almost said joe um like <laughs> How did that how did that go down? Where you're just like, hey, I like you. Do you like me? Like, check yes. Do you want to be my boyfriend? Do you want to be my girlfriend? <laughs> um, well, it was funny because I think we were both like inkling to see like where the other person was at, but like we didn't both want to explicitly say it. So I think we were just like talking about like uh past relationships and like dating in general. And then um and then Phil was the one who brought it up and was like oh so what are we and then Mm. i was like i don't know you tell me and then it kind of just like went from there um and then that's how we like made it official 
So when it comes to dating as a Christian person, like what are the challenges or nuances that go into that? Um, I will say from a girl's perspective in the Christian community, there's already like less Christian guys than girls. So I think on the dating app, um, basically on dating apps, you can put preferences. That's true. It depends. And like where you're living, I think in the area that we're at, there's like more guys to girls ratio. So I think, um, sorry, yeah, girls to guys. And on the dating app, you can put a preference or like a deal breaker to only have like, um, certain like preferences in terms of like you could do like race age whatever and like one of mine was like christian deal breaker because that's like one of my um the things i'm looking for in a life partner and i feel like that like really limited like the amount of guys that i even had to like could look at so that's why i said in the beginning like i would like get the rejection all the time like you need to widen your preferences like you've already seen everyone but then in reality it's like i didn't even scroll that many like i didn't even go through that many people but it was just like in this tri-state area which is kind of crazy because like we live next to new york city so i think dating is already hard in itself for like any kind of person but i feel like when you have like specific things that you want in a partner like something like religion or like cultural wise it definitely like makes it even harder um and also for like from a christian perspective it's really hard to know like whether someone is actually serious about their faith so like i think with that too like there's so many people on the dating app that say that they're christian but like half of america like says they're christian but like what does that mean right so i feel like a lot of the dating that i did was like to figure out like does this person even care um, about their faith so i just feel like i don't know i feel like being a christian like makes it so much harder um but that's just my opinion yeah you are you are like severely limiting your pool um by adding more filters um and kind of I, I agree with everything you said, Minnie. Um, like knowing what you are looking for and what your like non-negotiable your deal breakers are is really important before you kind of like dive into this. Um, I will say, like from a personal perspective, um, like especially like when you're just starting to talk to the person, I feel like there is a time and place to kind of like dive into. Mm-hmm. Like religion is a very like deep and very like nuanced subject, and there is like a time and a place and like if, if it's important to you yes like you should definitely break it up um but there is also like talking about it too soon you know um like becoming too serious too soon like it, it, it all depends on the person that you're talking to and to wrap things up um what kind of advice do you guys have for anyone like starting out on the dating apps for the first time or just in general like what's your best tips if you have a first date itinerary that is like tried and true <laughs> or just anything at all or like yeah like what are like red flags people should like definitely not do etc yeah so i think like online dating is it's as bad as it sounds is kind of like a game it's it's it can be a little formulaic you match with someone you talk about like surface level stuff you talk about something a little bit deeper go on a first date you know like get to another person try to find common common interests and the only way you can get better at this quote unquote game is by doing it and um like by by doing it you're gonna have a bunch of rejections and you're gonna have like bad dates like even worse dates really awkward dates and um i think the best piece of advice i can give is just to like not let it bother you as much as like you can um obviously like like rejection does hurt um but if you can glean any kind of information about yourself about like what you what you're looking for um, I think it's a really easy way to like kind of get to know yourself a little bit better and like know where to draw your boundaries, um, yeah. know what you're um, looking for. Um, 
Second piece of advice would be to like be yourself. Obviously, I'm, I, I feel like I'm kind of weird. Um, <laughs> um, and I try not to like be weird like out the gate. Um, but obviously, like when you get to know somebody, when you're like finding your life partner, you're, you're going to have to like show them like who you are as a person. And I would say like, don't hold back and don't pretend too much because like, they're going to find out who you are eventually. <laughs> and like, that's just, that's just something that you'll need to, to show them. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think my biggest piece of advice would just be to like, also, I feel like you should just set your expectations low because I also just, <laughs> the dating app is like, honestly, it'd be like a brutal place. And, um, I think like what George said, I think at the end of the day, like rejection happens to everyone. And so just like remind yourself of that, because I think, I think it's very rare for any kind of person to go on the dating app and just to be like beloved by all, like everyone is like your choice. Like, but I think it's just, yeah, everyone's like trying to find their person and like, don't get like personally like hurt by so many things. Um, cause I think it is hard because like you're being judged by your looks. Right. So I don't think it's like for everyone. And yeah, I know people who definitely have like a harder time than other people. And, um, it's like unfortunate, but at the end of the day, it's like, like who you are matters outside of the dating app. And it it's not like, don't take it so seriously. Um, and yeah, I guess like in terms of like actual like tangible advice for dating apps is your first picture matters. So like <laughs> whatever you pick for your first picture, like it better be your best one. Um <laughs> and also hearing from Phil, um, you know, like sometimes if you have a lot of group pictures, they might not think that you're a real person. So like you could be a catfish. So um <laughs> have like like solo photos um for like a guy's profile and like a girl's and just for like a solid profile i think it's good to have like prompts where like it's something that someone can interact with mm -hmm. and it's like a blanket statement that's like very boring and generic so those are like and but also don't use too many emojis don't use like bullet points don't write a paragraph wow that's <laughs> advice any, any everyone's taking notes yeah. <laughs> and I, I would definitely like show your friends your profiles to get yeah your sense on it too i mean Hopefully your friends want the best for you um, and they'll they'll know um, how you can put your best forward even if you don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think everything needs a good edit here and there. So like yeah. this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Teresa provided my edits. Thank you yeah. so much. And the content. Yeah, <laughs> just everything. <laughs> So thanks so much for listening to this episode. As always, Teresa and I are looking for new topics to discuss on the podcast. So if there's anything specific you want to hear, let us know on our Instagram. Our handle is relatively Asian. We'll talk to you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye.